Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We have been thoroughly enjoying the study of Ruth and seeing all that God has for us. And each day, we've endeavored to dig into the Word of God and see something that God has for us each and every day. Our heart here at The Daily Dig Podcast is that you would understand the Word of God. And not only that, but each day you would hear from God and obey God's word, learning to walk with the Lord each day. Now, Romans uh, 15, verse 13 told us, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy. We found that in the book of Ruth as uh, Naomi and, and, and Ruth were experiencing a tremendous amount of hope, and then we've seen the, the tremendous amount of obedience that Ruth had as she was uh, really following simple instructions that her mother-in-law had given her. Now we find it in Ruth, chapter number three, verse number six, it says this, it says, and she went down under the floor and did according to all that her mother-in-law bade her. And when Boaz had eaten and drunk and his heart was merry, he went to lie down at the end of the heap of corn. And she came softly and uncovered his feet and laid her down. And it came to pass at midnight that the man was afraid and turned himself and behold, a woman laid his feet. And he said, Who art thou? And she answered, I am Ruth, thine handmaid, spread for, spread therefore thy skirt over thine handmaid, for thou art a near kinsman. We really see a, a tremendous difference in this story, this account, if you will, in the life of Ruth. Remember, Ruth was told to go down and don't reveal yourself and and and, and Naomi had given specific instructions, and now we see the implementation of what Ruth is doing. She's going down to the threshing floor. We're seeing that this tremendous uh, uh, season of, of reaping and, and harvesting and, and, and taking up the grain, and, and now the uh, Boaz is at the threshing floor and he's working. We see that Ruth here has presented herself to Boaz. She's left it in his hands, whether to accept her or reject her. And the obedience here that Ruth displays is just quite astounding. And now we find Boaz here in a tremendous position that in many cases is awkward. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been there where you have awakened out of sleep or you are caught off guard? Many years ago, I was sleeping. My wife was not at our house at the particular time, and I remember sleeping in the house, and we, we had our dog, and, and as I was sleeping, I remember in the distance seeing, uh, well, first of all, I heard some rustling, and then second of all, I, I, I saw something in the distance, and so I began to become alerted. I, I, I began to kind of spring into action, and then I remember kind of confronting this mysterious figure across the room only to have the lights turned on and my wife say, hey, it's just me, I love you. And while that's not a bad case of being rudely awakened, uh, there is a, a, a different scenario it could have been. My brother many years ago uh, had, I believe it was, a 19... 19- 
80 or maybe it might have been a 79 Buick Regal. It had a big old engine in it and it was, you know, the muscle car. And I remember him waking up to the car being stolen. Uh, that's a bad day. I don't, I don't care how, how, which way you twist it. That's a bad day. Well, in the case of Boaz, he had been awakened, uh, awoke from his sleep. And we see in verse number six, she went down, she obeyed uh, her mother-in-law. She did according to all that her mother-in-law bade her, which as a side note, and we kind of touched on this uh, the last time we were together, is that it's always good to have complete obedience. And then we see in verse number seven, when Boaz had eaten and drunk and his heart was merry, meaning he was probably full and he was sleepy. Have you ever been there where you've eaten, you've eat your dinner, you've, you've laid down, you are getting comfortable, and it says he went down to the heap of corn and she came softly and uncovered his feet, meaning he was sound asleep. She came in quietly. She uncovered his feet. She laid herself down there and it came to pass at midnight. So Maybe he was rustling around. Maybe he was moving around. Maybe a breeze came across. We don't exactly know, but it says about midnight came and the man was afraid. Maybe he got his foot got touched. We don't know, but it says he turned himself. So in the process of him turning over, he realizes there is someone laying at my feet. <laughs> and here he is. It says, he says, who art thou? I mean, have you ever really been in that situation where you've been woke up and you're wondering, what is going on? Who, who are you? And she answers, she says, I am Ruth, thy handmaid. One interesting uh, point to note is that oftentimes when you have seen the, the name Ruth or Ruth introduce herself for the most part in the beginning of this book, she has introduced herself as what? Ruth the Moabitess. Well, this is a tremendous shift we see right here in verse number nine. She says, I am Ruth, thine handmaid. And he said in verse number 10, blessed be thou of the Lord. So he, he's blessing her, but what, what was her response? I am thine handmaid. Spread therefore thy skirt over thine handmaid, for thou art a near kinsman. So now she's presenting herself to him. She's saying, I'm putting myself under your authority. I'm submitting to you. And you are the one who can, per se, redeem me. You're the one that can fix this situation. Now, this is quite forward. Now, I don't know very many people that have had a woman uh, do the, the proposal. This is a little bit of a different scenario, but she had come and put herself before Boaz and offered herself to him. And I don't know why. Uh, we, we, we could have some suggestions on why uh, Ruth didn't wait for Boaz to, to, to uh, propose to her. But maybe, maybe Boaz didn't think that she was available. Maybe Boaz didn't even think about uh, approaching her. He just, we just know that in verse number 10, it says, Blessed be thou of the Lord, my daughter, for thou hast showed more kindness in the latter end than in the beginning. Insomuch as thou followedest not the young men, whether poor or rich. What we're seeing here is that, that ultimately she had placed herself at the foot of Boaz. She had submitted herself and and really what she does is she's saying, hey, I'm not only listening to my mother-in-law, I'm listening to you. I'm ready to place myself 
under your authority. Now, this goes back, and, and this is one of those beautiful pictures that we see in Scripture. Remember when she was under the wings of the Lord? She had come under the wings of the Lord. Under In, in Ruth, chapter number 2, verse 12, it says, The Lord recompense thy work, and full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel, under whose wings thou art come to trust. Well, that was beautiful, but now she's not only placing herself under the wings of the Lord. She's putting herself under the mantle of Boaz. Ruth couldn't do anything but just place herself at his feet and see what might come. And we see that there is great blessing in submitting yourself before God, under whose wings, talking about the Lord, and now she's listening to her mother-in-law, and now she's placing herself before Boaz. Now, before we get into the next verse and really kind of get into the next line of thought, I want to ask a couple questions and really bring this point as we're coming to a close. As we are developing character in our lives, my friends, how willing are we to submit to the authority in our life? How willingly are we willing to follow our pastor, our, our spouse, if you're a, a woman. God has called men to lead the homes. Men, are you leading your homes? Are you doing it in a godly, uh, God-honoring way, in a loving way? I also want to ask you this question. There are many times that God has given us things to do in our life, and we aren't willing to develop the character in our life. As we have seen a pattern of obedience and submission in the life of Ruth, there is a character and an integrity that we are seeing on display. And I wonder for you, my friend, instead of running away from accountability, instead of running away from obedience and submission to authority, are we willing to develop the character to do what God is calling us to do? And if he's placed us under that authority, that authority is God-ordained, and we are called to develop that integrity, that character. Integrity is what you do when no one's looking. Are you willing to obey when no one sees? Are you willing to do what's right? And Ruth had this character. She had developed this character. And before we get into the next thought, which the next thought is wonderful, I want to bring that to a close to us right now. How willing are we to submit to authority? How willing are we to develop character in our life? that we would obey God, we would obey the God-given authority, that we would develop relationships in our family, husbands and wives, that we would develop God-honoring relationships in our life. And so I thank you for spending time with us. I thank you for opening up the Word of God today, and we look forward to hearing from you on the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the Word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.